I was saying that uh, when, when God wanted this person to be upfront, such an important person for the gospel, she is the most mentioned woman in the gospel. Mm -hmm. So, but with very, very little tiny hints about her life, her personality, her encounter with Christ and all these things, God wanted to leave space for many interpretations. Mm -hmm. And as far as they will not clash against the whole meaning of the gospel, they are, they are valid, they are useful. Mm -hmm. and we, we can support them with no, with no problem. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you the, the most classical uh, interpretation so far. Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. Mm -hmm. I don't care if she was a prostitute. If she was, there is even more merit in their conversion. Mm -hmm. If she was not, there is less merit, but she was not. Mm -hmm. How can we now with 2,000 years in between, decide whether or not she was. Let's mm -hmm. mm -hmm. keep, uh, if she was the same person as the other, um, the other women, she could be, there, there could be a coincidence with some of the other women. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Mm -hmm. I prefer to stick to the Gospels. Mm -hmm. This is written in the Gospel. Mm -hmm. Stop it. I don't go further. <laughs> Some other people like to make connections and interpretations and things. I, myself, I prefer to stick strictly mm -hmm. with the quotations of the Gospel. That for me is more than enough. Yes. I remember in uh, Magdala many times hearing the different debates and I, I, would, I felt like the debates would sort of hijack the very essential message that she offers us, which is the good news that she was redeemed by the Lord. She was liberated yeah. and healed by him. So yes. is this a message that you would, or would you say there's a central message you would like Mary Magdalene to be transmitting? Or um, what's the central message you would like to transmit about Mary Magdalene to the people that come to the site? I love, I love the two quotations from the gospel saying that she was the one from whom Jesus expelled seven demons. Mm -hmm. Why I love it? <laughs> because, first of all, it's in the gospel, it's the word of God. Mm -hmm. Second, if when they wrote the gospels, 30, 20, 30, 40 years after Jesus' life. And they wanted to keep this expression, even two of the evangelists. Mm -hmm. It's not because they want to, to, to um, how do you say, to defame her, defame her, or defame her. Face. Mm -hmm. You know, you were the, 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 the bad guy of the movie. Mm -hmm. All the contrary. Mm -hmm. They wanted to recognize her with no doubt because of the scars she had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's the meaning of the scars? We don't, we don't know. If it is a sinful life, it's a de real demons, mm -hmm. it is vices, it is uh, sins, it is 
I don't know how many interpretations mm -hmm. we can give to the seven demons. Mm -hmm. But the fact is that she was delivered. Mm -hmm. She was freed from all these seven demons and seven we know in, in biblical interpretation is tons yes. of is mm -hmm. fullness. Huge number fullness. Mm -hmm. But what she reflects is, is that she was freed from that. Mm -hmm. She was purified from that. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something else. Uh, a little bit before in the Gospels, there is the fact of this uh, demoniac person from whom Jesus expelled a legion of demons right. in, uh, in, right. in uh, Gerasa. Yeah, right across the sea. You can see across the place. The sea from Magdala. Now, this guy asked Jesus, let me follow you. And Jesus said, no way. <laughs> Stay home and preach the good news of the what God has done for you. That means that if Mary Magdalene followed Jesus, it is for one, one either or two reasons. Because he told her, come follow me, or he accepted her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. After her initiative, Lord, let me follow you. And Jesus had a specific admittance to her in within the group of his followers. Mm -hmm. Anyway, there is a positive uh, will of Jesus uh, wanting her to be part of this uh, this uh, group. Yes, that's very interesting. That's yeah. awesome. That's uh, mm. that's you know. Jesus wanted her to be with him, following him, helping him, supporting him. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. Yeah. And together with Mary Magdalene, there is the, the, the group of women, you know, Johanna, Susanna, and many others, many others. I, I wanted to believe that between the apostles and the other disciples that we know, we know about the election of Matthias, that mm -hmm. there were many others who followed Jesus all the time. And this uh, presence of the women where we, we know like six, seven names mm -hmm. and these many others, mm -hmm. maybe there were 25, 30 people following Jesus in regular basis. Mm -hmm. And they all were helping, supporting his ministry mm -hmm. and absorbing uh, the gospel within their hearts. Mm -hmm. uh, when uh, the only parable that we know that Jesus preached from Jesus from Peter's boat is the sower, mm -hmm. the sower. And who is the good soil that produces a lot of fruit? All this group of yeah. followers of Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. within them, it was Mary Magdalene whose presence is, is, is to be, mm -hmm. to be the good soil mm -hmm. of the seeds that Jesus was sowing. Yes. First of any other action is to be a good soil. Mm -hmm. Now, there is all this feminist movement about Mary Magdalene and 
priesthood for women and all these things, I, 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 I would like to suggest them to be the good soil for the gospel and to be evangelizers mm -hmm. before needing a priest. We need Christian, mm -hmm. Christian people. If there is no Christian people, we not, don't need any priests. <laughs> so this is an amazing mission of all these women, evangelizers, because mm -hmm. they... They got the good news of the gospel. They absorbed them. They made them their own life. Mm -hmm. And then they transmitted that uh, to, the, to the first Christians. Mm -hmm. And in this sense, the quotation about the seven demons reflects what Mary Magdalene was doing among the first Christian communities. Because it is from the first Christian communities from where we have the Gospels, the narrative of the Gospels. So among these first Christian communities, there were these women evangelizing with all their heart, with all their genius, with all their commitment, with all, the, all their person, personal love for Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Witnesses yeah. of the resurrection. Yeah. We celebrated uh, uh, Pentecost, right? Mm -hmm. How many people was at Pentecost? According with the, the Acts of the Apostles, they were 120. 120, first chapter of the Acts of the Apostles, mm -hmm. who came with him from Galilee and stayed in Jerusalem waiting for the coming of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Among them, it was this huge group of women, and the Holy Spirit came upon them all, mm -hmm. and they all went out to bring the good news of the gospel. Yeah. So the relevance of Mary Magdalene, especially there in, in Magdala, is really um, kind of um, fostering this beautiful desire to be the witnesses, to be Jesus's witnesses, to evangelize and share the gospel. Do you yes. see, do you see um, women resonating with this or with other elements of uh, Mary Magdalene's person, particularly in Magdala? Is there a sort of um, aspect of her life you feel they're latching onto more than another aspect of her life? Yeah. What have you seen? Look, you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation a very important word mm -hmm. that I would like to, to underline very, very much strongly. Encounter. Mm -hmm. Encounter. In Magdala, uh, we can witness a lot of personal encounters with Jesus Christ. And so when you have this personal encounter with Jesus, for whatever reason, for because you discover him, because you may meet him for the first time, because he will deliver you from sinful life or whatever, or he will heal your heart from whatever experience, or whatever reason, doesn't matter. If you meet him, you encounter Jesus, you will transmit this 
as the basis for any other witness, mm -hmm. as the basis for any other conversation. And this is happening very, very strongly, very, very mm -hmm. frequently in Magdala. Yes. People will encounter Jesus Christ. We have such a beautiful testimonies of that, of this, and, and we are very thankful with Christ for that because that it was for Mary Magdalene, that it was for, for, for many people of the gospel, and that it is now for many people. Mm -hmm. uh, I, have, I can tell you this morning, I have a beautiful conversation mm -hmm. with a girl who came to, to Magdala as intern. This year we opened the hotel and we welcomed several girls as interns uh, helping us at the hotel in different, in different uh, activities. Mm -hmm. And this girl came, I don't know how to translate this into English, with her heart all uh, anudado. Uh, with lots of knots and tangles. Knots and tangles. Mm. Horribly, you cannot imagine to what extent, for many reasons. Mm -hmm. She said to me this morning, Father, this is the first time in my life I feel peace. I feel happiness in my heart. Wow. Look, I, I was in tears <laughs> hearing this girl. By the way, you can see. Mm -hmm. that she's happy because she's, she's transfigured. Mm -hmm. She came, you know, with lots of problems and conflicts and, and you can see her now blossoming like a beautiful flower. Mm -hmm. And she said, for the first time, I feel peace and happiness wow. in my heart. Wow. And, and she's not the only one. Yeah, I've seen, I saw that myself in the four years I was there, um, these experiences because of what you say, the encounter with Christ. And that's yes. really, if, if I were to say, or get to the heart of what the ongoing vision and dream is for Magdala, I would say it's that for each one to come to this encounter with the living God, um, who Christians would say, you know, we, we, encounter him in Jesus Christ. Um, but can you share with us in this uh, little bit time we have left, um, that ongoing vision and dream in the practical sense? We know spiritually what we'd love the pilgrims to, um, to have, to um, walk away with when they come to Magdala. But what about, um, you're always dreaming and always thinking forward. What else is in the hope and plan for Magdala? now that the guest house is up and running once pilgrims start to come again. It is up and running and closed again because of the coronavirus. Right. God's we providence pending, of course. In a couple of weeks, hopefully. Mm. Uh, look, um, we are now, uh, just now, we are finishing a long period of planning and programming sessions that we got because of the coronavirus, mm -hmm. which we redefine many things for Magdala. 
we try to structure it better and to project that for the next uh, period of time. Mm -hmm. Our vision now goes till the year 2033, wow. the 2000 anniversary of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, because in the, even this year, we start the, the, the countdown, the 10th year countdown to the beginning of the 2000th anniversary of the beginning of the public ministry of Jesus. And with that, I think that not only Magdala, obviously all the all Christians and the Catholic Church officially, hopefully, mm -hmm. will start this preparation for this amazing uh, jubilee year, 2000 years of the passion of the public ministry, uh, passion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And in this vision, Mary Magdalene has to be one of the main protagonists. She was the bearer of the, of the good news of the resurrection, the apostle to the apostles. Mm -hmm. So, we have a lot of programs, a lot of ideas, a lot of projects for Magdala. I can tell you, uh, first of all, we redefined in your time, three years ago until a couple of months ago, we had this Magdalena Institute, mm -hmm. which was meant to be um, uh, a section of Magdala devoted to, especially to the dignity of human dignity, mm -hmm. especially for women. Now we redefine that and, and broadened very much the scope of it to the Magdala inspiration. Okay. Mag Magdala inspiration means all things that Magdala inspires. And I can tell you, because of the location, because of the history, because of the public ministry of Jesus, because of Mary Magdalene, because of the archeology, span because of the synagogue, because of the nature, because of all of these, we, we can envision a variety of ministries mm -hmm. that so far we have somehow defined in sections for Magdala, mm -hmm. which we have the direct outreach in Magdala, the daily work divided between the visitor center, just for the visitors that come, visit and go, mm -hmm. and the other one for the guests of the hotels. Mm -hmm. We have still the Magdalena Institute for all women activities, mm -hmm. women related activities. We have the Magdala Media Center because we, we have also plans in the beginning to be present through media to, to span the good news of the gospel to the whole world. But with the coronavirus, we were pushed uh, drastically. I can tell you this is not the most important thing, but a couple of days ago, um, live stream of Father Amon reached 100,000 people. Wow. <laughs> uh, we are live streaming mass every day in English and in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And we are giving talks and many things and praise to God. This is, this is what we envisioned since the beginning. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Now we call it the Magdala Media Center. Okay. We have the volunteers program, which is very important because Mary Magdalene and the group of women were the first volunteers of the gospel. Mm -hmm. So we need people here who embody this aspect of the gospel and make it alive and, and tangible. Mm -hmm. We have had over 3000 volunteers so far. Mm -hmm. And we want to continue that with volunteers and now even with interns. Okay. In different in different aspects, we have the the so-called Magdala family, mm -hmm. which is the international is the has two names the international Magdala mosaic family. Mm. You have not seen the the Magdala mosaic, or maybe you saw pictures. I saw some pictures of it. It's beautiful. The Magdala mosaic is a map a map of Galilee in Jesus' time mm -hmm. uh, in the format of a mosaic, a stone mosaic, beautiful, beautifully done after the model of the Madhava mosaic in Jordan. Mm -hmm. And linked with each one of the stones of the Magdala mosaic, we want to connect uh, so far five different ways of being involved with Magdala internationally. Mm -hmm. intercessors, volunteers, ambassadors, uh, benefactors, and partners. Okay. And all of them will have their place at the mosaic. Mm -hmm. So at the end, they will say, this stone, it's me. <laughs> or this figure is a donation from my family. Or this part of this line is my parish as a partner or whatever association, movement, whatever. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we are now launching this Magdala family and people is very excited. We, we got an immediate reaction from many, many, many people from many countries mm -hmm. saying, I will pay for one little stone that is for my family. I want to be there in that mosaic. Very nice. And all of this of course, will give us the means for all the different projects that uh, I just mentioned briefly. Mm -hmm. I cannot go over in detail all of them, but okay. we have several projects yeah. for the next couple of years. Yeah. And also, we want to create, and with the coronavirus even more, mm -hmm. we want to create an endowment because, you know, the, there is some, some percentage of risk in this area of the world. Mm -hmm. The coronavirus um, is underlined it for the whole world. Mm -hmm. So we need to be prepared and not to expose Magdala to have problems because a lack of a, a proper endowment mm -hmm. to support to support in, in, in needy times. Mm -hmm. well, well, thank you, Father Juan. I'll continue to pray for that project as things go forward. Magdala has been in my heart, you know, and uh, thank you for all the, the service and work and surrender to, um, to how you see God's providence playing out there. Okay. Yes, thank, thank you very you. much, uh, Jennifer. Keep spreading the good news of Magdala in the States. Yeah.